BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. We don't talk anymore. We don't talk anymore. Great copyright. Like we used <laughs> to sounds so good. Do. Yeah. Did it sound good? Was that okay, guys? Yeah. Comment down below if we sound good. This is the NGMI Podcast with Scott Sire. Kevin Lyons. Jack Dietrich. And that's it. That's it. Just the bros. All right. See you, guys. All right. And cut. We're out. (laughs) Playing with my balls now. Yeah, you massage oh, your Scott, prostate. Scott and his prostate. Yeah. I've, been having, I've been having sharp pains in my right testicle today. Don't know what's going on. Maybe my muscles are just tight in this area because I've been running a lot. Did legs yesterday, you know? It's actually weird how um, every single episode you have a different medical thing. Well, it's, I, was, I was happy like, I think it's every I, episode. When I came I, to Scott's house today, I was very happy. He seemed like, um, he's like, oh, there's no problems. And he's like, yeah, my bone's sticking out again. I was like, oh. It's not, <laughs> it's not again. It never stopped. Okay, yeah. the bone bruise, I'm going to but the doctor. groin's new. On Friday. What? The groin's new, though. No, 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 no. No, that's a occasionally still I have sharp pains in my muscles. But I thought earlier you were like, "Well, it's usually the groin, now it's my uh, balls." Well, it was my gooch last week, <laughs> in between the, the the balls and the anus. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, I know. You know, I'm or aware. two weeks ago, I don't the know. gooch, the gooch, coochie. Well, that, that's a vagina, I believe. Yeah, but different. the gooch. Uh, anyways, guys, we're looking for <clears throat> recommendations on how to change our setup a little bit. You know, it's it's very orange. We have we ordered posters. Only one of them came. Check it out. Yeah, it's a Pulp, pulp Fiction uh, it's got looking Scott. That's pretty a, good. That's, that's Uma Thurman right there. Yeah. She looks hot. Fire, fire, fire. So, yeah, that's a, it's a picture of me dressed like the Pulp Fiction. We changed the title to Not Gonna Make It. Well, not we. Jack Dietrich did it. <laughs> yeah. The professional. Yeah. Where's our Titanic poster with you and Kevin? I don't know if I, I want I sent them one. all to you. You're I the know. one who messed up the order, bro. <laughs> I didn't mess up the order. <laughs> they messed up the order. sketchy company that doesn't even send you a receipt. They Sketch- messed up the damn order. It was weird. I didn't get a receipt. They were just like, you gotta contact them. here's some coupon credits for our service if you oh. want to use it again. I got two of those emails and I was like, where's my confirmation that I ordered this shit? You gotta contact them, bro. I don't want to contact them. They're sketchy, dude. I mean, <laughs> no, why did you great. order from them? It came with the frame. I didn't know they were sketchy until they didn't send my shit. <laughs> then do Redbubble. Redbubble. This episode is brought to you by Redbubble. No, it's fucking not. <laughs> no free promo. Anyway, should we kick this off with a little weird success story? Before we dive into success story, fuck. I want to dive into something that I thought was very funny. And this kind of has become a reoccurring segment of us reacting to some comments that we get. And this one is Kevin's comment. Kevin's comment that he wrote? Yes. I wrote a comment? Yeah. So <laughs> You know how to do that? <laughs> okay. So last episode, we talked about how Kevin struggles with they're there and there. They are there and there. They're there. They're there, there. Yes. And on our podcast, on our TikTok, 
he commented, let me find which one it was. So it was on the one of Kevin thinks Australia's in the future. Of course. Another um, <laughs> of course. Another thing right. of Kevin not understanding stuff. What? I think that was correct. <laughs> uh, and he commented, I swear they're not telling us something with the wrong there. <laughs> <laughs> right okay. after we filmed it, I posted that and he commented it with the wrong well, one. Well, I told you I don't know how it works. I'm did not you, figuring it out. And it was the easy, e- was, easy one. They are. They are not telling us something. He did T-H-E-R-E. It's just easier to spell the same one every time. People, <laughs> people get the gist and I don't have to like think about it. Good thing dentists don't have to write stuff. <laughs> I can, if you give me like some integrals or some calculus to solve, you know, I got it. But you tell, me, you tell me some grammar? No. Spell he's, integrals. He's, I-N-T-E-G-R-A-L-S. Very oh, good. Maybe. But he's going <laughs> to... He's going to send out an email and be like, all right, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> email's not going to I can't spell tomorrow in text. I can't do that. He always says T-O-M-A-R-R-O-W. Yeah, but people get the gist. So yeah, it's like, I okay. wonder if there's some sentence he could say as a dentist using the wrong there that really fucks with someone's day. I don't know. Their but teeth like, were fucked up. Tomorrow, <laughs> I've corrected him on before when he texts me. I'm like, it's tomorrow. So he just adds an o. A every time. And it's just funny because I'm like, the tomorrow pisses me off because it doesn't even fucking sound like it should have an A in it. Well, it's, okay. It's tomorrow. I don't tomorrow. like the autocorrect on because when I write like certain words, it like, autocorrects it wrong. So I turn that off. Yeah, so when well, I spell tomorrow, I don't know how to spell it out right. So I always write sound tomorrow. It out. Autocorrect yourself. Yeah, they, it's, it's not when tomorrow. You're it's tomorrow. <laughs> when you're typing it, say it out loud and listen to the way you say that it. That doesn't help me. Not for tomorrow. Tomorrow is tomorrow. tricky. It's I not tricky. Tomorrow. T o m m o r o w. No. No. One m. T o m o r r o w. I spelled tomorrow, right? Three o's. It's the Irish way of saying it. One m, two r's, and a w. Just remember it like that. What'd you say? Three o's. One M, two R's, and one W. That's confusing as fuck. Yeah, no, Re- remember it because <laughs> Just spell it out. there's one M and there's one W, but then there's two R's. Okay. You know, Easy. it's like a trend right now to be telling people like what their ick is. Yeah. Yeah. It's my ick when you say tomorrow. <laughs> What's your ick, Kevin? What my gives ick? you the, what gives you the ick? What's something you see and you're like? Ick. I was thinking about this recently. Like when people say that they like the. Um, like when you play a song, like the original version of a song, and people like say, I like the original one, but they're talking about like the remix version because they don't know the original. That mm. always pisses Ooh, me off. Because you're, you're a music head. You're a wiener. I just like the original. Like, like I liked, like you can't like the remix. Like you can like the remix roar, but like don't, don't think it's the it original. The, yeah, yeah, I get that. I, okay. I don't like that. Do you think that there's always... any second versions that are better than the original? Yeah, there is. But I'm saying at least like no. know that it's a remix. Like, right. Yeah. Don't be a fucking I feel idiot. like when you're like oblivious like that, it's kind of like. When they're that's oblivious big, to how, that's a that's an ick, yeah. For yeah, me. that's an ick. What What's about you, ick? Jack? Uh, feet. Uh, come on, you, you said like you're feet. fine. With, you said you're fine with them, but you don't have a fetish for them. That's not an All ick. Right. Um, when uh, someone's like a murderer, I don't like that. Which, yeah, that's a big turn off. <laughs> I'm not into that. Uh, Scott's uh, pain. <laughs> I, I i was trying to keep it light today i'm not going to bring up anything that's bothering me i'm actually feeling really good i've been working out hell yeah getting solid workouts in for the past I couple was gonna weeks say that today you seemed like you're in a really good mood today i lost like eight pounds in the last week Same. and a half or two congrats i've been eating healthy feeling good working out etc not drinking hardly anything same and also I'm on like a quarter pill of my anxiety medicine right now instead of the half or a whole. So I'm very like, I'm kind of like getting my brain back to where it needs to be. And it's making me happy. Like the fact that I feel better is making me feel better. Right. And then you're staying on the right path, you know, staying on the right path. 
And, yeah. your, and your hair looks great. My hair looks great. You did zhuzh it before we started. As a good producer should, you made me look good yeah. before we started. And my hair is just yeah. We got to do something about mess. Kevin's hair. Maybe later. <laughs> I've just been growing it out. Jack cut it into or Jeff cut it into a mullet, but you can't tell. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll chop it up. Yeah, we'll chop, chop it up. We'll chop it up for you. We'll put it in. We'll make yeah. a big TikTok video out of it. We'll put it on a YouTube separate video, Patreon only. Or Can something I trust like you that. guys to cut my hair? You can trust us to fuck your hair up, yeah. brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you said your ick is murderers, right? Yeah. Well, this is where it's going to get weird. I have a, a success story of a murderer. Of a murderer. Oh. Did he succeed or something? Oh, nice. And it also relates to us because people call us gingers. This guy murders gingers. <laughs> oh, oh, and he's successful. He's called the redhead murderer. Huh. We're and in danger. <laughs> well, he's never been caught, but it was a long time ago that he was doing these murders. What right? time frame? I think it was in the 1980s. Let me double check that. I don't want to get the fact okay. wrong, but no, it was 1978 to 1992. So as soon as oh, I was shit. born, he stopped. Damn. I was born in 1992. You were the he's like, that's one ginger I yeah. could not defeat. I must. Have, I may as well he's retire. He's too powerful. <laughs> yeah. He killed six to 11 people. Damn. All gingers? They were all redhead ginger, and only four of them were identifiable after. What the fuck? Why are you telling us this? What's the success in this? Because I looked up popular podcast topics and people love murder mysteries. So yeah. now they can go and research the redhead murderer and find out more about him. What but do you what's think? the success you story? That he never got caught? His success is that he never got caught, yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Fuck yeah. Awesome. Nice. But yeah. It's, a, it's a fail for the world and yeah. a success for that one person, which do you is think you know, not he, really the vibe of the podcast. Maybe, maybe it's, like it's a, not a success for him because his mind is so corrupted to do that. I, I consider that a failure. I mean, yeah, he's he fucking is a failure, but he succeeded killing people and not. Do you, do you think he like purposely targeted gingers, or just happened to be like a? I mean, when you're up to eleven for eleven, all of one specific type of person, <laughs> I think it's I think it's targeted. Targeted. It's a hate crime against gingers. That could be. Honestly, I just wanted to read it as an interesting yeah. fact. As you know, people call us gingers. I was like, that's kind of scary that there's <laughs> yeah. people out there who are like murdering gingers. I wonder if people still think we look ginger. My hair's dark. Your hair's dark. Kevin's. I used to be kind of ginger, and so did Scott. Like kind of as a kid, right? When I was like younger, yeah. yes. And I still have like tints of red in my hair. Right now, it's dyed because I bleached it, dyed it red, and then I dyed it brown afterwards. Right. So it's like the red is still. Coming but I was through. looking at it, and the roots that are growing in beneath it look darker brown than the dye. My hair is pretty dark brown, to be honest. Like, like the dye like, looks more ginger than your actual hair is. that's growing. It was in. like a chestnut <laughs> yeah. dye that I put in it. Yeah. So. My hair is kind of like light brown, but it used to be kind of ginger as a kid as well. I think it for Kevin, yours is dirty blonde i think yeah. for kevin it's the like freckles that make people think you're a ginger i used to have so many freckles as a kid when i was like always in the sun and whatnot mm-hmm. my face was just like all freckles freckles kind of dissipate you know our uncle tony mm-hmm. he was like so freckly yeah, when he was younger uncle right? tony uncle tony yeah With the meatball <laughs> he's not italian he's not, he's not, <laughs> not, not, not that uncle tony anyone named tony's italian fast his name's probably Anthony. he doesn't make good pasta though <laughs> does he yeah huh. he huh. taught me when you throw it at the wall and it sticks it's good Oh, I think Sorry. that makes it bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, because now, I wasn't listening. <laughs> especially, on a, especially on a popcorn ceiling. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> it comes down with all these like white little flakes all right over it. Right into the pot. It's yeah, good. Some uh, lead chips. <laughs> it's kind of cold in here. Do you want me to turn the AC up? I like it, but... You, you just shivered, so I was like... No, I'm just excited. I was worried about you. <laughs> I, know, I know that you have a success story for us today. Yeah, so today I have a really crazy success story. Wait! Uh-huh. Yes. Today's video actually is sponsored by Patreon. I want you guys to know that. Before we change up this set, they're, you know, they paid 
to help me create this podcast. Yeah. And we do bonus episodes on there once a month. Right mm-hmm. now, we might end up doing a couple more once we get the swing of things with this podcast. And also, you get two-day early access to the video on Patreon. So check that yeah. out in our description below or at patreon.com slash Sire. Now, Jack, give me a success story, baby. All right. This one may be a little long. Oh, I may have to cut out a lot of it. No. We'll see. But it's really fucking crazy. Let's hear it. Can you remember this all off the top of your dome? Yeah. I might pull up some graphics for you guys to see. But um, Visual effects. Yeah. I got it all on the dome because I just watched like a mini doc on it. Um, Do you guys know Francis Ngannou? Nope. Nope. You guys watch UFC at all? Nope. Really? I watch UFC sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. Yeah. He's the heavyweight champ He just fought. Yeah. yeah, So he just fought. He's uh, the current heavyweight champ. Yeah, so he's from Cameroon. He grew up in Cameroon, very poor. Um, and a lot of the people in his town work at um, like a clay like mine type thing where they have to shovel a lot of like sand. Okay. And like that's what he grew up doing from like the age of ten. And like it's like Some horrible working labor. conditions. There's like mer- mercury in like the soil and stuff. Yeah. And he just wanted to not like live that life anymore. And he and he um, he was watching a Mike Tyson fight. And he mm-hmm. saw Mike Tyson fight. He's like, I want to do that. And he was still pretty young. And he started telling everyone, he's like, I want to be a fighter. I want to be a boxer. I'm going to do that. And everyone told him he was crazy. But he's like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And I, f- I forget what age he did it. I think maybe like early 20s, 18 or something. He's like, I'm going to do it. Um, but the way you have to do it to get out of Africa is you you can't just like take a flight or somewhere because they, they like can't afford it. They have to take like these backdoor sneaky routes crossing over different countries in africa to get to morocco damn because morocco has two cities that are actually um spain's territory and once you get there then you're part of europe and you're able to like move more freely because like africa has a lot of like traveling laws. craziness travel laws and like they're all different countries so there's like different rules you can't just like oh, okay. go through each country and, or like immigrate between them but to do that they have to do a really sketchy thing where they you like pay someone a little bit of money you get a truck, like a pickup truck, like a Toyota Tacoma, like what you have. Okay. And they cram like 25 to 35 people in that truck. They have to hold on and they drive through like four countries through Damn. the Sahara Desert. And, Jesus. you know, it gets to like 150 degrees during the day and they're 30 like degrees at night. They're in the truck bed or something? Yeah, they're sitting in the truck bed. And he Fuck. even said in an interview, um, if you, you like have to hold on the entire time and it takes like days because um, if you fall out, they don't stop and you like die in the desert. And then at night it gets freezing. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It gets like, it's below, like below 30 freezing. degrees. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like 150 during the day. And he said, he said even someone uh, on the truck had like a baby and she like couldn't handle it. She was trying to like throw the baby away because she like couldn't like handle the journey and stuff. And like a guy had to like hold it and keep it um, and, and hold on to it. So then the tricky part comes when you get to Morocco, there's this massive wall you have to cross to get into the cities that are the uh, Spanish territories because once you're there then you're safe and you can like get throughout Europe and stuff I guess but let me show you the wall that they have to cross they like climb it or scale it over yeah you either you either have to um, climb the wall or there's a way in the water you have to go but the water is super dangerous because it's like crazy high tides and there's like 25 foot waves so Um, he's obviously a very motivated person if he said he wanted to be a boxer and he went through going through all this to yeah. get yeah. out then like you know if he says his, his mind, mind was set on it yeah he can do it okay so here's a graphic of the wall that i'll put up so this is to get from the oh. part of morocco to um the part of the spanish terry morocco so first there's a there's a road patrol car then there's foot patrols then there's a wire fence then there's another fence that's slanted and then there's a pit of barbed wires and all these fences like have barbed wires at the top then there's the tallest fence which i think was like 20 or 25 feet tall damn then it drops down to more foot patrols then a ditch and then two more barbed wire fence and then a road patrol 
And basically what they have to do is they all like group together and like hundreds of people will just sprint towards the fence at once. So they like overwhelm the patrols that are there. I have a question. Uh What happened to the baby? He didn't, he said some guy like held onto it and made sure um, it got to the wall. But once it got to the wall, how did the baby climb the wall? A lot, a lot of times people with kids will have to take the water out and they'll get a raft because the kids can't climb. Basically, if they catch you, what they do is they drive you all the way back to the edge of Morocco, the farthest part, and you have to cross through the Sahara Desert to get back there. And Francis Ngannou failed so many times that he was stuck in the part of Morocco before getting to Spain for over a year. Damn. And once he hit the year mark, he's like, fuck, I've, I've been trying this for a year. So he decided to do the waterway. So he, he like got together with people. They did the raft and he was able to get in. And that was the first time he made it in. And then he made his way to France and he just went to a boxing gym. And he's like, can I train here? I don't have any money. I just like came from Africa. And can I just train for free? And the guy was like saw potential. So he let him train there. <laughs> and then he just slept in his car and he was homeless. And then I think four months after his training, he did his first like pro fight and he one and then he kept winning and then like damn. i think only two or three years after that he had his ufc debut and he just kept winning damn and now he's the ufc champ so it only beats. took him four months to like just get started and get going on the winning yeah like winning spree yeah and he, he just he just, just fought, fought a couple like a days couple ago, ago. and he won shit, that's so cool yeah that's... and he beat probably what people would have said is the best heavyweight of all time who's steep steep miocic that's how you I'm sure he was name. pretty big from like all the manual labor he did as a like. Oh yeah, let me like, show you what Francis Ngannou looks like. Yeah, I want to see what he looks like. Holy shit, that's him. He's like six foot seven, bro. <laughs> Holy He's like two hundred and eighty pounds of just. Sh- damn, damn, but that's a crazy success. That's a clip. Damn, but that's a crazy success. What the? F- <laughs> damn, that's a crazy <laughs> success story. Hey, yeah. I said it. That's a success for yeah, me. Good job. That is really cool, like like a recent success story for something like that. Like that's yeah. huge. And he he just fought his old training partner, and everyone was saying before the fight that the guy he fought, his name's gone. But everyone before was like Francis just has like a heavy punch, like he's not that technical. And this guy Cyril Khan is like the most technical heavyweight that's out there. He's gonna like destroy Francis. It's gonna go to decision, and Gon's gonna win. And Francis beat him with like complete like technical skill, and he like. Threw him to the ground. He did jujitsu, which was the first time people saw it because usually Damn. he just punches and knocks out. And he went all five rounds and won by decision. Damn. So it was like, he, he's just proving everyone wrong, bro. That's sick. That's that's fucking really fucking cool. Yeah. You do jujitsu, don't you? Yeah. I could probably beat him. Was he your, <laughs> was he your inspiration? No. <laughs> <laughs> but he is now. I did beat him. That's <laughs> sick. That's a really cool success You met him? Story. Yeah. I did a BuzzFeed documentary that was about like MMA and we did an interview with him. You'd be meeting everyone. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, he was did, the, he was did, the yeah. sweetest most like kind soft-spoken person ever and it's scary because he actually has calculated the um at the ufc performance institute they have like a machine that calculates the punch and he has the um the like strongest punch that's ever been calculated they're like it's like getting hit by a truck (laughs) he literally has the hardest punch in the world i just i just remember jeff did a video with him i believe yeah i saw it yeah dude he's so sweet he's he's like a gentle giant he seemed like so (laughs) nice in jeff's video too like for sure yeah such a cool guy but inspiring oh, that's cool the hardest hit in the world yeah damn he's a rec- world that's record. a big flex like getting hit by a truck that's a big flex <laughs> hey. next week we'll have him on and kevin can try and take yeah. a punch yeah. the face all right one him. punch i can take it come you, on you probably die right yeah. if like a heavyweight hit like... someone in the head like that with full power well, i feel like you die like what 280 pounds mm-hmm. six foot seven with 280 arms, arms that big yeah that's a heavy his whole arm looks like so heavy if it's like, oh he's six foot four Six foot four. So you lied to me. I could take it. I lied. 
Yeah, <laughs> I can take a punch. You can take anything. It looks like it looks like you've taken a few punches in He's your day. Two fifty face kind of fucked up. Oh, burn! <laughs> <laughs> wow. So Jack came with the fire success story. I came with the success story about someone who killed fire heads. <laughs> fire heads. Fire heads. Red heads. Fire's red. Yeah. Orange. Yellow. I don't know. Whatever. <clears throat> now what? Kevin. I don't know. What did you do this week? Kick it off. Did anything, anything fun this week? Nothing I at all. Applied for my associates. Nice. You get it. Put in my extra application or like the supplemental application for UCI and Long Beach. Okay. Some school applications and Nothing associates. Much. Finishing up my intercession classes. Hey, that's, there's an update on that. Yeah. Your fucking sheet <clears throat> music class that you said was super fucking hard became easier. Yeah, I have a 98. It's got a 98%. So you can read sheet music now. Yeah, kind of. Which is kind of cool. Can you no, read... don't pull it up. So you can read sheet music. Yeah. Can you read shit music? Shit music? Yeah. We got some of my lyrics up here on the screen. Can you read that? <laughs> it's not making any sense, Scott. Go to verse one and start there. Go ahead. I've got a problem. I'm always so sad. The littlest things get me pissed off or mad. My life's pretty good. No, I don't have it bad. So it's hard to explain all these feelings I have. I'm just a baby. I think that explains it. Remember when I played that on the radio? Yeah. What? Yeah. Jack Dietrich was actually the first person to get my songs on the radio. It wasn't David Dobrik. Sheesh. Isn't that crazy how far this actually goes back? This goes back pretty damn Jack far. Jack Dietrich's pretty I used cool. to have a radio show on 103.5 KISS FM. You Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Chicago. Chicago's you number actually? one hit music station. Yeah. I remember I was in the kitchen with Jason and his kids when it was going to be playing, and we like I like kind of vlogged the moment, and we turned on the radio, and we all just like, Vibe like whoa, the song's on the radio. Cool. Everybody else was gone. <laughs> but <laughs> but it was pretty cool. But yeah, I haven't cool. been doing anything like crazy. Just been no. kind of chilling, doing my homework stuff. I start school next week again. That's my good. last semester at like community college. You start school next week? Oh, the next yeah. semester huh? is already here. I feel like it was just like a month ago that you were like, yeah, I didn't have enough credits because whatever. So I'm gonna have to do another semester. It that was, was spring. Time went by like nothing. Yeah, you only get like a month off. Well, especially because I took an intercession class, so I didn't really get. I only got like a week off. Gotcha. But I just meant like time in general. I was yeah. like, oh, I thought like it, you'd have like three months. I guess I was thinking of high school. <laughs> yeah. I'm only taking like algebra-based physics and sociology. So chill semester. Was that one thing or three things? Algebra-based uh, physics. Fuck class. that. That sounds horrible. I'm already taking algebra-based. It's better than calculus-based. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said algebra-based physics and sociology. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like, it was like one thing. I was like, what the <laughs> hell is that? <laughs> but I think it should be my last semester. So I'm just waiting to see like what colleges I get into. I'm kind of nervous for that now. Harvard, I talked to my, yeah, of course. I <laughs> I was talking to my counselor. And she's like, "Well, you have everything done, like all the requirements, and like it looks good." I was like, "I know, but do you think I'll get in?" She's like, "I don't know." I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> What's your dream like, school? Just tell me yes. What's your dream school? Dream school, UCI, because it's it's really close UCI? to home. Because I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. Is that I the don't... is that the otter sea otters or the aardvarks? Aardvarks, I yeah. think. Yeah, zots. Oh, Peter the ant eater. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. But wow, yeah, I only really want to go there because it's really close and it's one of like the best like science schools. And yeah. I'm a bio major. They're a really so. good water polo team. Oh, they do. Do you want to do water polo when you go there? That sounds hard. I water polo is rough. School. It sucked. You did water polo in high school? No, swim team. Swim team. It was horrible. I remember in high yeah. school it was like a competition. It was like okay, football is like where. The buff like jocks like play football and like that's fun and it's hard but it's not as hard as like water polo and wrestling like yeah, physi those were the physically two. Yeah. demanding because you have to like 
water polo you have to stay like afloat you're fucking mm-hmm. treading water the entire yeah. time fucking using your whole body that to, shit like, looks so exhausting like water polo like I, I watched a couple matches just like high school matches and it's like fuck i was like i can't do that like Wa- they're in there for so long yeah water polo kids were fucking fit as hell too like yeah. they were just yeah they're just constantly burning calories they're always fucking moving basically like everyone a lot of people on the swim team would also do water polo i didn't because it was like the same season as lacrosse and i did lacrosse but we during swim te- swim season we would also do like water polo training stuff and sometimes they would have to you know those big six gallon jugs that go like what brett has and it goes into the water thing mm-hmm. yeah you would have to hold it upside down and let the water pour on you while treading water until the water runs out Fuck. and then fill it back up and do it again <laughs> yeah basically that's, that's a cool so, so hard literally you go, i don't you think i can do hands, that so you're only treading with your feet waiting for it to go out and people are like going under popping back up and they're like drowning and shit <laughs> that's a, that's a hold good, it it's a good personal trainer tip for me for when it hits summer. I'm going to use my empty water jugs that I fill my thing up with and try to tread water. Those things are heavy as fuck. They're like yeah. 40 pounds. Yeah. No, it sucks. Sw- swimming is pr- is like the hardest workout I've ever done. I mean, just swimming and it's laps, so, though? I, I, it yeah. actually is pretty hard for me because my Dude, left foot always cramps up when I'm swimming. Yeah, that's because you don't swim. I'll, t- I'll take you to a pool. <laughs> I'll show you like a, some, some swimming training stuff and you'll die. Did you I, play any other sports other than wrestling? I did BMX in middle school. Damn. <laughs> did I tell that story on here yet? I don't no. think so. I don't even know that story. You know Hidden Valley? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, the, it's, the it's, like Nutrigrain bar? Nah. That's it, what I was it was like a place. It wasn't a real place, but that's what all the kids call uh-huh. it. That's where they'd go to smoke weed or do airsoft battles or paintball gun battles. And they would like, there was like a dirt area that people dug out jumps for bikes and stuff. To Hidden Valley. Uh huh. At Hidden Valley. Yeah. And it was like, it was behind a GameStop and like a Burger King. So we'd yeah. go there and then like go up and get Burger King. And like, that would be our like hangout sort of place. Mm-hmm. And I remember going there with a couple of my friends and we were in middle school and there were some high school kids there. And I was not good at jumps. I could do a couple of the jumps. I like going off a jump that didn't have a jump on the other side. So I could just right. like get some air and then land yeah. on the ground. <laughs> I one time went off like one of the bigger jumps and I was like, I kind of bailed out before I did the whole jump and I landed inside of the pit of the thing and it was kind of wet in there. And I, I like got out of the thing and like picked up my bike and the high school kids that were standing there were like, Oh dude, that sucks, man. We just peed in there. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. And they weren't joking. They weren't being mean or anything, but they weren't joking. They really did just pee in there. And I was like, Oh, that fucking blows. And I was all embarrassed and I rode my bike home wet. Yeah, Yeah. I would cry. I didn't cry, but I I was very at like, least they weren't like dicks about it. I'm I'm like a yeah they weren't dicks about it at all, which is really nice because there's some bullies out there, man. But I'm much more of like a laugh it off if I embarrass myself sort of thing than like. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't cry out of embarrassment. I'd cry out of like disgust. Really? <laughs> I'm just falling in like a bunch of like high schoolers' piss. You should have made the jump. It wasn't. It wasn't that. Like I didn't land like face first or anything. Like nah, I, bro, you drank like a gallon of that. Shit. <laughs> it was like a swimming pool. Hey, I didn't drink a gallon of shit. They peed in it. Okay, they didn't poop. <laughs> I said a gallon of that shit pee. <laughs> <laughs> that literal shit. A gallon of that piss. <laughs> no, I didn't. But I fell in a puddle of pee one time. You sounded like Zoolander there. A puddle of pee. Do I sound like Zoolander? <laughs> yeah. Do, the, do I? The blue steel is that what's called? I'm just really, really ridiculously good looking, okay? <laughs> it's not my fault that I look so good. Nice. Kevin? Kevin. Got the hair curl. Kevin, you, what's your best impression? You can be Hansel. You can Anything. be Hansel if you want. Can you do you any want. impressions? No. Try it. Come on. We did SpongeBob before. What's another person? I was going to do SpongeBob. <laughs> 
Um, There's got to be some person I don't even know anyone. you can mimic. I don't know Step anyone. out of your comfort zone. How about you? Let's. Uh, I'm trying to brainstorm someone else. <laughs> I actually you, don't even know. You doing something? Uh, Mickey, can you do Mickey Mouse? No. I can do Elmo. Damn, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. How does Mickey Mouse sound? I can mimic. I can mimic a lot of sounds, not like perfectly, but like I. How about Homer it's Simpson? Kinda, it's a little like Elmo. Elmo. Oh, don't, <laughs> oh, oh, you little, <laughs> oh, you little. I haven't watched this. Eat my shorts, Bart. <laughs> there we go. Bad. Okay, Bart. Lots of Simpsons. You remind me of Bart. Yeah, I kind of look like him. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about the uh, the smoking twin sisters? Oh, I don't what? know. Oh, hey, Marge. <laughs> oh, oh, I can kind of do the slug from Monsters, Inc. Let's hear it. Mike Wazowski, get <laughs> an intern in your paperwork. That's pretty good, too. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Thanks. Who's the guy who plays? Mike Wazowski? The, the blue guy. Oh. Um, I, forget the, I forget both of their names. The actor uh, John the Goodman? John Goodman. Sully? He's got, he's got such a recognizable voice. It's so yeah. cool. Yeah. I can love him. I just watched a movie with him in it. It was an older movie. It does not hold up as well as it did when I watched it a long time ago. <laughs> it was Coyote Ugly. Coyote Ugly? Sure. I don't no, know. the movie, she sings and she works at a bar. Don't know. I just watched the fucking movie. It's called like... Coyote oh. Ugly. Coyote Ugly. Oh my God, it does have a, it has a 5.7 out of 10. I remember thinking that, it, I mean, it's a cult classic movie. Damn, 23%, 23%? on Rotten Tomatoes. But I watched it and I was like, whoa, this is very cheesy. It's Cheesy as fuck. Wow, look at John Goodman's weight loss journey. That's backwards. No. John Goodman lost 100 pounds. Oh. That's him now, bro. That's backwards. How John Goodman gained 100 pounds. I thought literally, because this is so blown out, I thought that was a picture of him older than a picture of him younger. All right, cool. Moving on past John Goodman. Moving on past John. Good man. Good man he is. Yawning good. Why are you yawning, Kevin? You boring you? Yawning be good. Tired. Why are you tired, Kevin? I was out late. You Doing were out what? late. You texted me back at like eleven thirty. I was like, Kevin said he doesn't wake up when I send. You text. said you I didn't do anything over the weekend. So what were you doing? Nothing. Out late. Nothing. Were you canoodling oh. with a woman? <gasps> I was not. What were you doing? Are you lying to me? But I was driving around with some women. <gasps> Whoa. Women with, plural. With some women. Some women. Yeah. So you were like the designated take us places, my little bitch. Yeah, they were driving now. I was just sitting. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said you were driving uh-uh. the women. But well, no, I was you... bored and they hit me up and I was like, well, I got nothing to do. So I'll go. So what'd you do? So just drive around? around? You go anywhere? Yeah, down PCH or something. Nice. Or something. Something like that. Or something. Just cruising down just PCH. Just the rocks behind Laguna. Man, how you know about that spot? Yo, he'd been around. Laguna has fucking rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that spot. Uh, those are those are nice little soothing drives down PCA. Something to do, yeah. Looking at the beach and stuff. I used to do it by myself all the time when I was like, yeah. I kind of hate serious. the beach. What? Yeah. Unless I'm like, unless I'm like traveling somewhere like Hawaii, where I'm like staying on the beach. Like I would never go to the beach for like. I, it's actually really funny though like when i'd have people like come from out of town or like international students that i've met at college like when we go to the beach like oh you guys must care, like come here all the time and i was like no yeah, no <laughs> like well, we, we come we, we come down like every now and again but like i feel like it's like comes through phases for me i used to the beach a lot more like in the summer when right. i was off school in high school like go go to main street because that's where all the kids from high school would like right. go and hang out so it was like yeah. kind of a thing we grew up in huntington beach yeah but like now i live in la and like going down to venice or santa monica from 
the valley is like a 45 minute to an hour drive it's filled with like crackheads it's like it's in trash it's like it's but also like i'm not even talking about like the streets or the boardwalks of the beach i'm talking about like the actual beach how people sit in the sand and then like go in the water and go lay in the sand and suntan i'm like fuck that i'm talking about i hate that what i do not like is when people go to the beach and don't go in the water i can't like when i go to the beach i go to go in the water and then i'll sit but I can't just sit on the beach. I hate that. I, I, I also, I agree with both of you on both of the things that you said. Like, I like going to the beach when I'm like, if I go to Hawaii, I'm going to go to the fucking beach. And like, right. I enjoy it. I have a good yeah, time. Yeah, go yeah. to Mexico. I'm going to go to the beach. But also, like, if I go to the beach, I cannot just lay there for three no, hours. So boring. Dude, I can't. I can't. Some, my friends just love just like sitting there and chilling out. I'm like, dude, is no one getting the water? No. Like the, I was like, fuck, yeah, dude. Like, what? I guess I'll just hang out by myself then. One, one of the best parts about a beach is like maybe if you're at a, a resort and the beach yeah. is like next to the resort and chill you at like the resort yeah sit. you go back in you get some snacks or lunch for yeah. like santa monica you gotta like walk a mile to yeah find lunch I, and... I just can't sit out there for so long especially because i like sunburn so easy you gotta reapply like every 30 minutes yeah, yeah. but but like definitely there's been times in high school where i would like really enjoy going oh, yeah. to the beach and like you know surfed a few times full beach day with the bros dude i've always wanted to surf actually you know the oh, first man. time i grew Let's up surfing i grew up in Blood surf city surf. and the first time i went surfing was in ireland <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> you know, I have a, a surfing story. The guy who taught me how to surf used to work at the bar that I used to work at. Um, the Harp. The Harp Inn. The Harp Inn. He used the to work at bar the bar in all Costa of Southern Mesa. California. Yeah, mm. exactly. All of Southern California, not just Costa Mesa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to make that face. John Joe, don't kill me. Um, <laughs> it's the best bar ever. I love it. He's on you. I was, I was young and I was making good money there. Um, but there was a guy who worked at the bar who was friends with Thor. Like Chris Hemsworth? Chris Hemsworth. Oh, okay. Damn. <laughs> I you just call him Thor. <laughs> he is Thor. I might have this reversed, but I believe Chris Hemsworth moved out here and slept on his couch. Damn. Or something like that. And then, I don't know, after a while, he taught me how to surf, and then he left the bar to go do other things, and he at some point became Chris Hemsworth's like assistant after like they had known each other from like one of them sleeping on the other person's couch or yeah. like you know like vice versa that shit. yeah it was cool that's sick it's cool to know someone who's like hit him up let's get let's get the Thor man. on the podcast Thor. you still you still got the connection i could definitely uh john just got his number for sure for sure but he taught me how to surf when i was like a younger were you kid. any good at it no you also did like karate as well right or something i did Surfing karate seems tough my grandma rolled my head up in the window when i was waving to one of my friends goodbye as we were leaving karate <laughs> And she was like, you must have had your finger on the button. I was like, no, grandma, my hands were over here. (laughs) (laughs) You rolled my neck up in the window. (laughs) It's not my problem. I actually have something pretty crazy. It's a fact. It's a fact. fact. But it's related to Kevin talking about sunscreen. Is it a fact that it's crazy or is it an opinion? No, it's a fact that a lot of people don't know. That can maybe help a lot of people. So this is really beneficial to you guys as well. Okay. Do you know there's two types of sunscreen? SPF and UPF. Nope. I mean, maybe there's different PFs, but that's not what I'm talking about. SPF 15 and SPF 30. There we go. That's different, but that's not the two types. There's physical sunscreen and chemical sunscreen. Okay. And physical sunscreen is like 90% of the sunscreens that you get, like Sun Bomb or whatever, the orange bottle that you put on or the spray or whatever. Okay. And then there's chemical sunscreen. But what they don't tell you is physical sunscreen doesn't prevent aging at all. It only prevents... The UV rays from burning your skin, so it stops cancer. 
But oh. the chemical one sounds like it would be worse for you because you're using something with. It's just called chemical because it has like more chemical ingredients, but it has zinc in it, and zinc is the oh, only yeah. thing that prevents aging. So when people put like sunscreen on every day, it has to be a chemical sunscreen with zinc in it. Otherwise, um, you're still aging because a lot of people like they tell you, especially for white people, because we don't have a lot of melanin in our skin, you age really quickly, and um, they say wear sunscreen every day because yeah. it helps prevent aging because the sun's what ages so you, you and causes wrinkles and everything. All the time, you'd never age. Well, it's still age a little bit. But you're supposed to wear sunscreen every day on your face to prevent aging, but it has to be chemical sunscreen ah. with zinc in it. Well, I, I have been using chemical sunscreen when Jay buys the sunscreen because Jay looks up Oh, what are good it. sunscreens because there's like if you look up reviews like so many sunscreens are so bad for you that you see it like target yeah. and grocery yeah. stores are actually really bad for you jay like researches and orders like the sunscreen that is actually like healthy and good for you and has zinc in it so i, I know i'm using the good stuff but um all along the lines of sun and like melanin and stuff my girlfriend jack elsha and my old assistant janetta who's on set of fucking vampire academy right now Damn. they launched a company called bronze bum mm-hmm. and they sunscreen it's not sunscreen it tanning there's a product that uses something called uricum Mm -hmm. and it increases the melanin in your skin you take a few pills a day and it helps you to stay healthy and like add a glow to your skin and like when you get sun you'll tan quicker because it's like it's like kind of lightly increasing the melanin in your skin yeah which i thought was so cool because like i I put fake tan on because i'm so pasty like if i'm working out i like like to see some definition Definition. and you don't really see that if you're not like a little tan so it's a really cool product to where you don't have to go to like a tanning bed or something and it'll like naturally help you protect yourself from the sun while also helping you to like get a little more of a tan if you want that tanning bed too is so bad for you so bad for you yeah Yeah. i've always wanted to kind of tan but i feel like it's kind of just hard like because it's, it's hard to get started. It's also as well. scary, like actually tanning right. just in the sun. Because like, I remember I used to walk outside all the time, and Scout would put like two chairs together and just being like out in his box or just like sitting in the sun, like fucking bathing yeah. for a few hours. You know they I say do it for a few hours. I'd be like working out in the sun. Yeah. would be my thing. Like, you know what they say that if you have like three severe sunburns, that like increases your chances of like thirty percent of getting skin cancer. Yeah, like, my it buddy, doesn't take a lot. My buddy's gotten a lot of skin cancer because he refuses to put like um Yeah. Mean, he's gotten a bunch of skin cancer? He's had like a few skin cancer like um like molds and things the that molds. are pre cancerous oh, like removed. Yeah. But he still refuses to wear sunscreen. Like he and he knows like it's a problem. That's the yeah. craziest thing to me is people who don't wear sunscreen at all. Like I I I can't to. do that. Yeah. Like, I like, do. There's you know like a bunch of friends that are almost as white as me like they'll go out and be like nah I'm not, i don't need sunscreen I don't need like that. whatever yeah. yeah i'm like are you serious i'll put sunscreen on when the uv levels are oh, like one if yeah. i'm going on a run Dude, outside especially <laughs> even if it's a cloudy day people are like well it's cloudy mm-hmm. the sun's not and that's like that's when people get the most sunburn because the sun doesn't fucking care about clouds just because yeah. you don't see it it's still going through the exact I've been same going, way <laughs> like skiing a lot uh like recently and sun bouncing off the, the snow sun, it's a yeah. double yeah. burn even when it's yeah exactly when it's cloudy as well like it's super bad and I was not wearing goggles one day and he goes, yeah, but you have blue eyes. Like they're better for like not getting snow blindness. And then I was talking to someone else and they're like, no, it's the no, backwards. Like right. blue yeah. eyes are way more fucked. I was like, oh, I've been getting lied to. Yeah. The lighter your eyes yeah. are, the more sensitive to brightness yeah. they are. So, so I need to yeah, be scary wearing how goggles. you can damage your eyes too. Like, do you guys yeah. have floaters? Yeah. Every once in a while. Well, they're always there. You just I have pretty good eyes. Them. I've always had like good eyesight. There was like, there was a, a like two years ago, I like noticed the floaters and then like i kept like trying to find them to like see what they were and then since i was seeing them so much they would never go away because like if you have floaters they're just always there 
but it's usually like from looking at a white wall and like dodging your eyes back and forth is when you like see them or if you're like looking at the sky but they're always there in front of your eyes they can kind of like shift around because it's in like the back part of your eye Uh but since i was focusing on them so much i would see them constantly and i was driving myself insane (laughs) because i would go outside and i would like be looking around and i'd be following them around and like it really drove me nuts for like a few months how old were you when you did this like 20 this was like two years ago oh i (laughs) used to do that when i was like a teenager i'd be i would like close my eyes and like look for the floaters like cause you could like there's yeah, like little light, yeah. light bursts in your head that and or like i'd be like you guys ever just like like look around and you kind of see in the corner of your eye like something like floating there like i used to do that it was like an ocd thing where i'd be like huh i think i have like more than like the average because like even right now like i can see him if i look around and if i like now that so- we're talking about it, i'm gonna start getting fucking blurry vision and give me anxiety <laughs> but it, for like two months i was like I was like so sad because I'm like I like anytime I go outside I'm like fucking like just focusing on these floaters and I was like <laughs> an eye insane, doctor like looking around yeah I, I went to an eye doctor on these floaters like, dude fine. I walked out I looked at the lake there's like a bunch of shit just floating in there dude I called them floaters dude <laughs> focused on them I don't know why my dog like pooped in the lake and then it just like floated to the top <laughs> some floaters weird <laughs> but it, it's it's like the mind too because once I I like went to an eye doctor she helped me feel better about it and she's like you can kind of like surgery surgically remove them but like you don't want to like do surgery on your eyes just for like something like that and she's like you just have to like stop thinking about it and you won't notice them and now like every now and then i'll be looking and i'll see them but then i just like forget about them and i don't see them for like months they're always there it's definitely along the lines of our whole like our mind is so powerful you start thinking about something then you can't stop it like it's just like you know you're hyper focusing on that thing it's like the the same thing with like your nose like you can always see your nose but your eyes kind of like right block it out like you don't you really son like, of a bitch as soon as you said that i was like i can fuck. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah or like, like makes you like think about it but when you don't think about it you don't see your nose at all do you guys ever um like think about how you're breathing and then you're like like why does <laughs> yes. this feel like i feel like yeah. i can't breathe now because oh i'm like thinking God. about it too much the worst is i used to get super anxious when i got high i still get anxious when i'm high sometimes but like i used to be like when I was 20, if I smoked, so I smoked a couple times and I stopped, mm-hmm. but like I would focus on my breathing so much when I was high and I'd be like, I have to remember to breathe. And then also I'd have this like bubble in my throat and I'd feel like I needed to constantly burp. And there was like something in my throat that was like, oh, yeah, smoking will like leave like a, almost like a pain or something in your throat. Yeah. It, it, Kevin it, knows. <laughs> he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I never smoked before, but I know, but um, <laughs> yeah, but it was like a weird anxiety thing. Cause like now when I smoke, it doesn't really happen. Cause I don't think about it at all. But like when I used to in the past smoke a little bit, <clears throat> every single time I'd be like, I can't wait till this goes away because I can't stop thinking about this fucking <laughs> bubble in my throat that I'm like literally trying to, I need a burp. I need to get it out. And it like, I couldn't, there was nothing there. Yeah. yeah. You know, fucking brains, man. Fucking brains, we, bro. Just so crazy. When are we going to figure this shit out? We're not. That's when the, I think that's the point. When is anybody going to be able to just be like, "All right, we are going to numb you into a blissful happiness, and you are going to live your life without any sort of anxieties or worries"? Well, yeah, you're going to have dude. like the natural fear of things, but not an anxiety of nothing. But then, is that life? Yeah, it could be life. That could be a good life. What is life? You gotta have. You gotta have those troubles. To- you can have troubles, but the anxiety over nothing should go the fuck away. That's true. Yeah, meditate panicking about something that's scary totally natural anxiety over something that's not scary yeah like getting anxiety about stuff you can't control and shit yeah go away you know there's people going into the war in medieval ages that are like yeah i'm gonna go fucking fuck some people up they're gonna fuck me up probably i'm gonna lose an arm maybe but i'm not really scared like (laughs) 
I'm not anxious. I'm sure they were scared. <laughs> they had they were a little bit scared. Anxious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they were. <laughs> but not all of them. Yeah, maybe not, maybe okay, anxiety and like being nervous about something is a little different. That's the, that's all I'm trying to say. Like you can be yeah. nervous that you're going into war in the medieval days or whatever. You can be nervous about anything, but I can be nervous about getting on a plane. But the anxiety is like where you're you're more than just nervous. You're like, you get on the plane and you're fucking freak out because you're on a plane. Yeah, you just Not because you're it. scared it's going to go down or anything. You just like, you fucking <laughs> pass out or whatever yeah. because you're so fucking anxious about it. Do you get anxious on planes? Now I get fucked up on planes. <laughs> I only get anxious <laughs> if there's like really bad turbulence. I'm like, really? I'm like, oh, I'm going to die. I'm kind of just always along for the ride in those type of situations. Yeah. I never like get anxious about that type of thing. I'm the least anxious when it's turbulent because I'm like, like, I don't care about the turbulence. I literally, I'm not worried about anything going wrong with the plane. I'm like, this is normal. Like, planes have turbulence. It's not going to go down. I'm fine. I'm more, I get anxious about just the situation in general. Like, yeah. oh, this is something I should be anxious about. So I am. Yeah. It's weird. Did you in those know? those type of situations, I kind of just block out. Like, I kind of, like, don't think about what's going on. I'm just in along for the ride, you know? Just whatever happens, happens kind of thing for me. That's that's the, the vibe that you want to have. Yeah. yeah. Your vibe, you know, whatever happens, happens. And you can control some of the things and some of the things you can't. But some things I get like stressed out about, but not in like planes and stuff. Yeah. Do you guys know <laughs> that um, elevators? It's like impossible for an elevator to like fall, like in the movies, how like an elevator and like crash and stuff. That's like, what do you mean impossible? It's like since like the 1920s, it, it unless the elevator is like made before like 1920, it's like physically impossible because there's so many like safety nets and like things to catch it that it like physically like cannot happen. Oh. Yeah. So now the only thing that can happen is the building could lose power and you could be stuck. Yeah. That can happen. Yeah, that kind of sucks. That but there's usually end. somewhere up up there or whatever you can get to to crawl out and crawl through. I mean, maybe that's just in Die Hard. I don't know if that's a real <laughs> thing either. Yeah. But there should be an exit route for extreme situations. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of safety things for like that. Are like, because movies like portray like things in like very scary ways. But I think like re like especially recently, but like for a long time, there's been like safety precautions. For I mean, a lot even of like an airplane, it has yeah. like three. F f like fail proof ways to like fly on its own even if like the pilots are like out yeah, yeah isn't there like I mean, facts is... that it's like more likely to die from like a shark than a plane crash or something like that i don't know about shark i know trains you're more yeah, likely to die in a train like yeah. there was there was a tiktok recently that a woman was explaining her experience on a plane where a, a window busted open an engine went out a window busted open unfortunately the lady sitting next to the window got sucked out of the window yeah like halfway and she died uh -huh. Jesus. but like so the people in front knew what was happening because the flight attendants and stuff were like scrambling to figure out what the hell's going on and they were all scared they were going to die there was people like texting their family like the plane's engine went out like i don't know what's going to happen i love you and stuff like that and then she said the plane landed it was the smoothest landing ever yeah even like missing like the left wing not the whole wing but like the le left like turbulent like engine mm -hmm. or whatever that big thing is like it's still like fine <laughs> It's it's crazy because you watch like an old war movie or whatever, and, a, yeah, and one thing. engine gets blown oh, out, and they're, they're like, like yeah. a bird flies into it, and they're like, "Whoa, <laughs> shit!" Yeah, now it's like, but I think with the Hudson River, like a flock of birds flew into it. That's yeah. why they had to land in the river. Yeah, good movie with Tom Hanks. You guys see that? I didn't. It's really good. I just watched the one with Denzel, Unbroken. Oh, you guys seen that one? What's the movie with the snakes on the plane? <laughs> Snakes on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's Unbroken? Unbroken is about a... Oh! He's like a troubled kid. Like he, He's kind of like... Bad. Angelina Jolie directed it. Yeah. Dude, that movie's so fucking good. Really? He's, it's a really good movie. I yeah, really you can explain movie? it. What? You can explain it. 
for anyone who is that like an older it. movie it's kind of older i think it was like 2010 2011 oh not bad something like that it's not super old so it still is like a really good quality picture and everything but yeah um he's like a troubled kid he becomes almost an olympian athlete he goes to the olympics basically yeah. and he runs in the olympics and then he gets drafted into the war so he goes into the war he becomes a pilot or someone who fights on the planes and whatnot he's captured by the japanese who are um allies with germany at the time and uh basically he's just like because he was an olympic athlete this instructor guy like picks on him like crazy like you think you're something you're not special because he's like jealous that this guy was like special mm -hmm. and he's like you i will break you sort of thing and like he never like really backs down and he stays unbroken that's like the oh. whole message and he, he makes it back home the end credits is the coolest thing because it's a true story he made it back to run the olympics not for real but like as kind of like a symbolic thing when yeah. he was up like 90. movies or, that are always based on true stories are like always like very like feel good sometimes you know like well yeah. sometimes i guess they're not feel i mean like, good. like, like madagascar <laughs> based on a true story but you know what i mean like when it when it all comes together at the end and like it was like part of that was real is like really like a cool like feeling that you got to like see you yeah know what i mean yeah no that was a really good movie though yeah the, the part where he's holding the big wood board and for then, like hours through the night and shit and he's like and he's about to drop it right and then he's like <laughs> yeah dude. <laughs> i got chills i got chills. oh I, i've seen those clips you have? I have. I've seen that clip. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. It's a good movie. You guys yeah. think I should get my hair cut? It's yeah. kind of getting a little bit too long. I mean, yeah. We have scissors over here if you want us to do it. Yeah, can we cut it? You guys want to cut it? Can oh, we? I would love to cut your hair. We mentioned it earlier in the podcast serious? and I got excited. I saw those scissors. I was like, I hope he ass. Oh, shit. I said, I'm Are serious. you serious? Shut the fuck up, Siri. Are you serious? <laughs> sure, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> That's funny. Siri's on my side. Are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, it picks up Siri and then goes serious. <laughs> I mean, as what? long as you make it look good, you can, I think you can do better than can't Jeff did with that. it. Uh, yeah, I can't. I'll cut half of your hair and then Jack will cut the other half. How's All right, that? let's do it. One side. All right, guys, we're going to wrap up the podcast on the audio because this is a very visual segment. We're going to be cutting Kevin's hair. So if you guys want to check out the video segment to see us cut Kevin's hair. And see if it turns out good or bad. <laughs> then I don't know. Then check out the NGMI podcast <laughs> on YouTube. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Give us a, a review if you can, if you want to. We love you. We love those reviews. Yeah. Yeah. And good night. Good night to all. And to all or a good, good night. Or good morning. <laughs> or good day. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. 
new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.